Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Boomer and the Babe studio at the Feeding Arizona building in Youngtown, Arizona, it's time for Success or Failure with Tom and Terry. Success or Failure is the show that gives you methods and principles to guide you to your best business and your best self. Now here are Tom Legering and Terry Munther. And good morning. This is Success or Failure with Tom and Terry. And Tom is just getting in right now, so I'm going to go to him. And he is going to start the show after we've got the intro done. And Tom, how are you? This is Pete. I just started saying to people that you're on your way in, and there you are. So take it away. Very good. You're good to go. Okay, it's ready to go. Okay, uh, welcome to the Tom and Terry Show, Blog Talk Radio, Success or Failure, The Choice is Yours. We are broadcasting from Sun City Country Club here in Sun City, Arizona, and today's date is the 24th of of, uh, September, 14. I mean, I'm I'm just right on top of that. I am Tom Legring, and I will be going solo today. Terry Munther, Dr. Terry Munther, is uh, in Spokane, and I'm looking forward to his return shortly. He's working, helping out uh, small independent school districts in the state of Washington uh, that really can't afford somebody of his caliber full-time, and he comes in and helps them set up their programs to help the children learn more and quicker. Uh, I invite you to call in with any questions or comments today. Since I'll be going solo, it's just me chirping away. Uh, The the call-in number is one nine one seven. Three eight eight four one six two. So, for those of you that don't have your pencil ready or your pen ready, I'll give it to you again a little bit later. Um, one nine one seven three eight eight four one six two, and you can call in with any questions or comments. Have quite a bit to cover today. Um, been very very busy. We're working on. Uh, as you as you know, the uh, book "Success or Failure: The Choice Is Yours." Uh, we have been raising money to help autistic kids, and we will be doing a uh, every Saturday in the month of October, starting on the fourth at ten o'clock here at the club. We do a, um, a an original golf program for children on the autistic. Spectrum, and uh, Sun City Country Club and myself are sponsoring that. We're we're trying to help young kids, nine to eighteen, nineteen years old, uh, be able to learn social skills and motor skills that they learn from golf. We use golf as a as an instrument that helps them, the children, learn to socialize and how to integrate, and some uh, with the golf clubs, uh, how to uh, develop some motor skills. It's very, very rewarding to see how nice the children act when they're, when they're taught how to handle uh, and how to be part of a game that they get to watch on TV, and they actually get to, to be part of that. Uh, remember, you can hear all of our recorded shows we are generally uh, on the last Wednesday of the month, um, every month, once a month we do our show, and we start at 9 typically, but today we're starting at 9.30. Uh, 
few little problems that happen in, in people's scheduling. Like next month, my wife and I are going on our 42nd wedding anniversary, and we will be uh, in New York for uh, several days or a week to uh, see the sights and just to kind of relax in a in a in the hustle and bustle of uh, of the large city of New York. There's several things that we have on our tourist list, and uh, we're just going back to see how everything is is working out back there. But just so you know, if you miss some of the show, you can always uh, it. It takes about a day, but then it's put up on Blog Talk Radio. And the way you find it is www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Boomer and Babe, B-O-O-M-E-R-A-N-D-B-A-B-E. And you can look up our shows and listen to them on uh, your computer it gives you good access to what's going on and what we're trying to accomplish with our show and with our book. Um, this is uh, part of a give back. Uh, that's the only way I could describe it. I'm trying to do something to help people. And our book has been reasonably successful. Um, the the main thing of the book is uh, that it, it's designed to help people. And if if you know what what interests you, what are the things that, that make you want to get started, and what gets your motor going in the morning, why, why do you like to do stuff? And I found that in my life, it used to be all about money. I made, I, I read Think and Grow Rich, and I, I asked all people that I talked to to look at Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I read that first when I was 19 and in the service. I made my plan of what I wanted to do. Um, I had a goal to reach a certain amount of money, and I knew a time certain. I wanted to be there by the time I was 40, and I wanted to have my money earn as much as I made as a carpenter. That was that was my first goal, and I have to admit that I screwed up because I got there when I was 27 and not 40, and uh, it wasn't because I was particularly smart or uh, I was. I had a plan when the market conditions were perfectly apt for implementation of my plan. So everything I did, which in hindsight was never enough if you just wanted to make a lot, a lot of money. Uh, I did what I wanted, and then I reached my goal. I was only 27, so I figured, well, I might as well retire, um, not thinking that, gee, in a few years I'll be 76, just like I am today. So those are are how you have to have your plan of – what you want to do. So I almost each week I try to tell people there's there's six chapters in the book and each one is part of what you're trying to accomplish. So the first part is to start to understand what is it nece- what's necessary for you to have the things that you want in your life. And most people just live day to day, and they say things to me like, well, you know, this is the best I can do, economic times are tough, but are they tough for everybody, or are they just tough for you? Oh, no, there's a lot of people in my circumstances, you know, in other words, misery loves company, so why would you want to go out and associate with successful people when all you could do is feel, uh, you know, maybe envy or some other bad things. Um, But the point is, if you have no plan for how your future is going to change, you are living 
your plan. You're where you're at. There's no sense to to say, oh, things will get better in the future. Why? What's, what is going to make the change? What is in what you're trying to do? Uh, and what is it that you are trying to do? These are the questions. So when I go and teach at Eve's Place uh, victims of domestic violence and trying to get them to get their lives turned around and get them out of the victim mentality, it's, okay, if you're a victim, you're a victim. And that there's tremendous amount of talk now about domestic violence, and you saw the, the football player that knocked his girlfriend out in the elevator. I'm, I, and there's, there's nothing worse than that. Well, there is. That's a very, very bad thing to have happen. And the point is that how do you change those kind of behaviors? I mean, the gentleman was making enough money, so money wasn't something that was causing them to have a riff. And in most cases, they say that people in relationships break up because of money. Well, money wasn't their problem. It was the fact that he had anger management problems and he didn't have his life figured out. Nobody sat him down and said, it's not okay to hit anybody, let alone somebody that's a tenth of your size. You know, you just you just can't do that. So, what what I try to get people to do is, okay, look at your circumstances. Here's where you are today. This is what's going on with you today. The idea is, is that what you want? Are, are you living the life the way you want it? Are things working out for you? Now, I don't mean that when you get to a certain amount of money that you won't have any problems. You, you will just recognize the problem as being an opportunity. Whereas today if you don't if you don't make some money by noon, you're not going to be able to buy a Big Mac. Uh chances are you have a real problem. That's that's a serious problem. But the opportunity is okay, once I take care of my immediate problem, how do I get enough time to sit down by myself and think out where I'm at? And even if I do take the time to think where I'm at, how do I solve it? How do you get ahead? How do you how do you move from where you're at where you're not satisfied? And you've read the sign that says, I love whiners because I charge you five times at five dollars every time you're whining. So if you if you get the point whining about it doesn't do you any good. Complaining doesn't do you any good. What does do good is if you have a complaint, bring a solution. This isn't working because, okay, fill in that blank, then go to the next box. And here's how I would like the situation to be. This is what I call start. How do you start write a plan to get the things that you want in your life and what's the goal of our lives this is not a dress rehearsal people this is not where you come and say well things will get better in the future I know things will be better why what makes you think that what are you doing to cause that to have things be better you have to have a reason for it and the idea is how do you how do like Napoleon Hill he just talked about making money and now I did that seven times I first time I say I was 13 years early in my retirement of 40 years old so I'm sitting there at at 27 and I'm thinking I got it made I don't have to do anything I don't have to go out of my door so you know things were were very nice my wife and I had very nice relationship we were building our family up and things were going along excellent but there was something missing on my part in the fact that I wanted to do more so I didn't know any better 
were different, so I just went back to Think and Grow Rich, and I did that seven times. I just kept raising the amount of money. So the idea was you just keep making more money. Well, that doesn't really set up an ideal place for you that you could define as being successful. Because what I found out was that making money is, I enjoy that. I don't get any special feeling from having the material wealth that that these things bring you. So that's just me. I'm not saying telling you how you should live. I'm just giving you a plan so that you can figure out what it is you want. I mean, in your life, what do you want on your tombstone? Do you want this person was a complete whiner and they owe me $55,000 for at $5 a wine? You know, I mean, that's that isn't what we want with our life. We want When I asked the victims of domestic violence, I said, "What do you want to do?" Oh, we want to help people. Well, who's the people you should be helping? Look in the mirror. There's where you start. You start with yourself. The first thing that you do is how do you get yourself in a position where you are capable of handling all the things that you're doing? I mean, the the idea of of what's what's the first thing we need to do? First thing we need to do is define what success means to us. If we were successful, then you have to go back another step and say, well, what's the definition of success? Success is achieving goals. So a plan is how to achieve goals. And what's the purpose of the plan that I'm trying to get you to think about? The purpose of the plan is to live your life well. And you get to define what does that mean? What does that mean? What does it mean to live your life well? I mean, I personally am very happy with my life. Are there? Do I have problems? I have problems that would probably stop other people in their tracks. They're just things I have to deal with every day. But I'm on a plan, and I'm constantly trying to improve my financial part, make it more more responsible, not so much that it returns more more money, because my wife and I solved our problem. We, we figured out how much it costs us to live a lifestyle that we want, and it's very meager. We don't want any new stuff, so we don't, we have adequate everything. We have more food than we need. We were both overweight. Um, I'm down 30 pounds, so I'm right 35. I'm right down to the weight that I want to be. I'm about 168 right now, and I'm six foot. So that's that's right where I should be on my on on that part. So take yourself first, and you say, what is it? What is it that I want for me now? When I'm talking to victims of domestic violence, they want to help other people. And I'm trying to say to them, you're the first one that needs to be helped. And how do you do that? You you look at yourself personally, and what are your, your relationships with your family uh, and friends? They take time for that stuff to go smoothly. But if you go to your friends and your family and you're not asking for things, if you go to your friends and family and you're asking, how can I help you, how can you do that? Because I've already taken care of myself and my wife. So we've we've taken care of our, our needs. So now we have time to help other people. Well, guess what? You build up a lot more friends and a lot more associates that are in the same position as you are. And those are the people that you associate with. And that's really what this whole thing is about. How do you how do you do that? How do you get your yourself in a position where you're not going out asking for help? How can you help me? No. Go out and 
how can I help you? When people come to my golf course, I don't say, oh, uh, you know, how can I make the most money out of this person? That That's not the point. My job is to make sure that the person has the fun and the enjoyment of coming out here and playing golf. Like right now we're overseeding. That means here in Arizona we have to plant a winter-type grass. Our Bermuda is growing great and it's beautiful, but we need to plant grass for when it's cold here. So it does sound odd that I, I have more problems here with the cold than I do with the heat. But those are those are things that you do to get in preparation for when you can actually help the people who are, are coming in and, and ask for help. So these are things that you look at and try to figure out, well, how do I how do I do these things? How do I work with the people to get them the things that they need so that we're not we're not always being takers. What what I'm doing right now, I'm looking through through my book and in in chapter two what we talk about is the first thing is your personal. Okay. That's the first step that you want to work on in your plan. So define what what does it take financially for you to have the lifestyle that you want. I mean don't be thinking, oh, I need a new car and I needed this and I Okay. Think of where you're at now and how you want to get there. And you have to have a plan to do that. But before you write your plan, you have to find out where you want to go. It's like if you want to go to New York City and you're in Arizona and you just go to the store and say, I want a map. Well, they might give you a map of Tucson. You know, where do you want to go? Oh, I want to go to New York. Well, how do you plan to get there? Are you going to drive? Are you going to walk? Are you going to take your motorcycle? Are you going to fly? Are you going by dirigible? How are you planning to get there? What is the what is the method? So by what routes that you would want to travel? Are you going to do it in the fastest time? Are you going to go to see different sites along the way? Do you want the shortest route, the fastest route, or the scenic route? These are all questions that you have to ask yourself about where do you want to be. And just pick a time period. I always tell people, take five years. I'm 76. I'm planning to live a heck of a long time. So I have to keep myself, my mind, and my body in as good a shape as I can so that I'm going to enjoy living a long time. But I also have to have my financial part. So I look at me personally, the people I associate with, how do I get balance in my life, my work ethic, am I, do I still have ambition to be a producer? Uh, and remember that prudently spending your money uh, so that you have more time for your family. So in defining what success means to you, what I want you to think about is if in a perfect world where money was not an object, so this is, we're going to just go through this little fantasy. Okay, if money is not the object, what would be the perfect lifestyle? Where would you live and why? I mean, is it to be to impress others? No. Where would you live to impress you? Where would you, being the only valid person in, in this equation, where would you want to live? What kind of house would it be? How many rooms? How many bedrooms? How many bathrooms? How many children are you going to have there? How many are you going to have a wife or a mate? Um, what what kind of car are you driving? What kind of clothes do you have? What's in your closet? How much did all that cost? What kind of jewelry do you want? What are the trappings of wealth that you think you need to have that will make you happy? Just you personally. And once you get that view and you can see each one of the 
things that you need money to buy and to maintain. So just because you buy a new car doesn't mean it's going to be new forever. So it's not one time. I mean, do you buy a car every two years? Do you buy it every five years? What is it What is it that you need to maintain your ideal lifestyle? And now you're at the point of saying, say you think, well, it's going to cost me five grand to have that lifestyle. And then you say to yourself, well, five grand, okay. Uh, I only make two now. That's perfect. You now know you have a gap of $3,000 a month. So what are you going to do today to start working on your financial part? You know now you've taken care of yourself. You know here's the ideal place I want to be, and I have my relationships. I have all the things that I want personally. Uh, You know, and if something happens to you, you you wrote your epitaph, you know exactly when your life is over, this is the things that you want to do so you can give back. And then you go online and you look at your job is to start closing the financial gap that you have to maintain your lifestyle. Now, some people think, well, I just have to keep, say it's 5000 Well, you're going to have to do something to earn that money. But what happens if you want to be retired? If you want to be retired and not do any work at all, it's very simple. You get enough money that will earn $5,000 a month. So the money comes in so you don't have to go in. That's that's the big the big point that that I try to put on people and, and talk to them about how do you do this, how do you do that. Um, it's 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 really simple, but you have to sit down and start planning. Everybody has 24 hours a day because people tell me, no, I don't have time for that. Well, then you live and you die and they don't even put a tombstone up for you. But if you want to have something, if you want to stop whining and you want to have things and you want to have your life and live, the point of all my talking is to get you to understand you can live the life you want if you have a plan. You're in a comfort zone. And I want people to understand that a comfort zone is where I'm making 2000 a month. I'm getting by. My goal is to have the trappings of a person making 5000 a month. I'm unhappy because I don't have this. So I will go through my whole life whining that I don't have it. And it's I'm in my comfort zone. <clears throat> and... What did I say? My comfort zone? That's mine. I own it. That means if I don't <clears throat> if I want something and it's my dreams and goals are outside of my comfort zone, guess what? I get to change. This is the one of the few countries in the world where you can just make the decision I want to have more material wealth. And you can actually make a plan and it will be fulfilled. But most people say, well, I work hard. I went to college. Now I have a $100,000 uh, student loan. I'll never be able to get out from under it. They're right. That's what's called a self-fulfilling prophecy. I can't. Anytime you say that, you're correct. Because you won't. My plan is, how can I? This is what I want. So I write it down. Uh, in Think and Grow Rich, they, they uh, in the book on, on Chapter 3, they, they talk about, Napoleon Hill talks about fixing your mind the exact amount of money you want. What exactly will you give to get that? Give to get. Did you hear that one? That's about your comfort zone. I have to give being comfortable 
and maybe be a little uncomfortable and do things I don't normally do. That's, I don't like calling people on the phone and asking for things. So that's my comfort zone. I don't like that. But in life, there's times that you have to reach out and you can ask people for stuff, for things, for uh, favors, for any of the things, the trappings that you want. But what is it that what is it that goes along with that ask? If you can give more than you're planning to get, then life gets very easy. So that's part of it. So what exactly will you give to get that amount? So in your case, you're looking at what's the exact amount of money you desire? I want $5,000 a month. Okay, what exactly will you give to receive that? Well, part of it is if you're only capable of earning 2000 a month and your goal is five, it would seem that you lack some skills or you lack having a plan. Or both. Could be both. So I'm trying to give you the idea that if you want more, you would start investing in yourself. There's classes you can take. There's uh, you, I'm working with a gentleman named David Thielen, and he... he uh, is into biofeedback. He's an instructor that helps people with getting their mind and their body uh, to work in harmony. So that's all part of it. What exactly will you give? Well, maybe I'll invest in myself. I will take, uh, I don't have a lot of money because I only have my money, my 2000 a month. So if that's the case, what would you do? Uh, I would go to SCORE uh, here in Phoenix. If you're living in the Phoenix area, you call up SCORE. Uh, it's uh, phoenix backslash score.org, and they help people for free. If you want to start your own business, they're a perfect place to go. There's classes you can go at your local uh, uh, chambers of commerce, have classes, invest in yourself. There, there's Some of them are free. Some of them cost a little bit of money. But it, once you have your plan, then you'll know what you could do. Part of what exactly will you give to receive that amount? I will invest in myself. I will take the classes that are necessary to put me on the path to earning the amount of money I want so I can have the material things I want in my life. And then Establish the date you intend to possess that amount. I'm going to have that in five years. I'm going to be making $5,000 a month every month, and this is how I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it five years from now. So we're in 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. By 2019, I will be at this level. That's Now I have to create a definite plan, and begin at once to put the plan into action. Now you can say, well, how can I begin at once? I don't even have the plan. You have the start of the plan by knowing where you're going. It's like if you're going to New York, you go to the store. If you're a member of AAA, you go down to AAA and say, I would like a map of the United States and I would like a triptych that will take me from Phoenix to New York City, and here's where I want to be in New York City, and I would like the most scenic or the quickest. Whichever way you want to travel, you have it in your plan, and you get the map of how to go there. Well, once you've got the map, then you look and say, well, I would like to see some things along the way. Or you go down... Um, take the shuttle and go down to the airport and you fly there and you pick a cab or a shuttle coming back to your hotel. Whatever it is that is in your plan, do you see how much easier it is? And that's what I'm trying to do is show you that it's very easy. And again, I've done this seven times and I can only tell you, once you get it down to that place, 
you've created your plan, you've actually created a definite plan, and the thing is, begin at once to put it into action. The point here is, how do you put a plan into action when you you haven't done this before? You're not sure of how to how to what what kind of ground am I going to cover? How how often do I have to do something? By when do I have to have this next step in? And the whole point is, if you're going to drive to New York City, you don't get out a map of New Jersey or Pennsylvania if you're starting in Arizona. You get out a map of Arizona, and you look for the the route. You take your first route of the U.S., and you go from Arizona, and then you take a map that shows you along the way. Each one of these steps gives you that next thing to look at. So the idea of putting it into action today, right now, this minute, it would take you five minutes to figure out exactly what it is you want and write that down on a piece of paper. And this whole thing, believe me, can be done on an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper. If you get it any more than that, that's the details, and that's fine. But I'm talking about an executive summary. Then the fifth point is write out a clear, concise statement of the amount of money you intend to acquire. State what you intend to give to get. Describe in detail your plan to accumulate it. Now that sounds like number four. But if you notice, I've added a few little things in there. There's a few extra things. Then the last thing is what you've got to do is you read your plan out loud two times a day. And here's the main point. As you read, see yourself in possession of the money and live and act like the money's in the bank right now. Now, when you look at it and you say to yourself, oh, my gosh, Tom, you must be crazy. I mean, how can I, I got all these problems. I got all these money problems. Like right now I told you I'm here, uh, my golf course is closed. I am I just spent $50,000 to have seeds, new seeds put out so the birds can come and eat them until I get water on them and they sprout. But there's no money coming in. There's just money going out. And you sit there and say, well, I'm like that. I don't have enough money to do all this stuff that you're talking about. It doesn't take any money to to get a pencil or a pen and an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper. If you have to write it on the back of something, you could do it. So the point is that none of these things I've told you is any real problem of how to do it. But What I want to do is get you on this journey of deciding first step is to say, I can do it. I deserve it. I will become preparation in the path of opportunity. I will learn to achieve all I can conceive. That's what is it you want? Here's my plan. Plan doesn't. It will. The details will come to you as you move. It's just like I'm saying. You're going to New York City, but I got to see how to get out of Phoenix first. I can't start driving. Oh, um, if I get on Highway 40, uh, that will take me part way. Oh no, it'll take me all the way to Highway 95, and I can get on 95 and go north. I mean, I already know that. Well. How do I get there? And what do I need to do on the way? Those are the details that you fill in as you give yourself time to adjust to the fact that you are going to have these things. So when you look at this, the whole thing is, what do you have to give to get? So if you want to make 5000 instead of two, obviously you have to be more productive. A lot of times people say, oh, well, I want to make $15 an hour to flip burgers. Oh, by the way, could you just send a check to my house so I don't have to go to work? I mean, there's no consideration for 
a person that that has created a job has found and then what do people do that create jobs when you want fifteen dollars an hour to do something that is really only worth about three or four dollars an hour? What do they do? They find ways to eliminate that job. And that's what's happened unfortunately it's happened to this new generation. They know how to do all the games and they know how to do all the things with the the phones and the reality TV type of stuff. But what they haven't figured out is, can I be more productive? How can I do something that somebody's willing to pay me more money for? I mean, it, it's... When I was young, I got to sell produce from my, my dad. We, had a, we lived in town, but my dad and mom and family, my brother and I, we would plant produce, uh, and that was during <clears throat> World War II, and we'd plant produce, and as a kid, I would take that. My parents would bunch it up, and then I had a little cart, and I would go knock door to door and sell sell the excess produce, the stuff that we didn't need to eat. Then we would sell it to other people, and that it was, it was just a fun thing. I learned about s- selling and how to package produce so that it looked appetizing and make sure that when I went didn't get dirt and dust on it, you know, because you, I just had this little wagon, little three-wheel wagon my dad made for me. So those are things that you work on and you try to figure out, how does, how does this thing work? So you got your goal. You're going to sit and you, and you start to feel like you're in possession of the money now. So that doesn't mean I go buy a new car. No, no, sorry. That new car isn't coming until I get the money. I'm going to think, oh, I need to take a college course. Oh, I need to go to uh, a seminar. I need to go to a webinar. I want to write a book. I've always wanted to write a book. So... I think I'll just lock myself in a closet and write a book. No, why would you do that? There's so much information on the Internet. There's different people that can help you get to that next level in any kind of operation or entrepreneurial endeavor you want to take. There's franchises. There's places that you can go and and volunteer uh, to work. Remember this, that... Everybody has 24 hours a day. And I know you've heard, if you want something done in a volunteer organization, you find the busiest person and you ask them to do it. Now, why why would you give it to the busiest person? Because they're probably also the most organized. And so this is what I'm telling you. Once you get it in your mind that you are going to have this, and you have this money, you have this position that you want to be in, this economic position, because that's not all there is to it. It's not all just about, it's not all just about making money. You know, that's making money. To me, I like making money. I mean, I like doing things, but I don't like really having it. I mean, that that sounds crazy, but I wouldn't say crazy, but it it's it doesn't interest me to do those things. What What's interesting to me is knowing that if I take care of myself first, of all the people on the planet, I need to be healthy. I need to be outgoing. In order for me to give back to my myself, my, my wife, my family, my community, and to my spiritual higher power. I have to have a purpose here in life. I mean, there's some reason that I'm still here. So I look at, I take care of me first. I get myself to the place that I'm I'm adequate so that from my largesse, from my excess, I can help other people. And it doesn't have to be money. I mean, when people ask me for things, I, I can give them my time as a volunteer 
or I can give them my expertise in business, which I do as a SCORE mentor. And by the way, you can reach me here uh, through successorfailure.org. If you contact me at successorfailure.org, I'll be very happy to answer questions for you. If uh, you go online and look at look at our book, uh, we're in the process of rewriting it. So anybody that, if you download the book right now, I think I've got it up for $9, and I'll probably bring that down to about 5 if you will write comments of how to, of what problems you had and then how do you take those problems how do you how do you see them being solved so you use the book you look who am i that's personal what do i truly need to be successful the other part of that thing is not only what do i need to be successful you know that's just reaching your financial goal. That's not money. That that's when you're successful, what else will you be doing? What will you be doing with your life? I'm writing that down. Yeah. So I mean, what will we what will you be I like I I consider myself a successful person. I'm 76. I've been able to support myself most of my life. Um and I don't have to ask people for other things. Uh I have things that I can give, but I also ask. So uh, then I've taken I've the the second thing you do is you list all of your assets and liabilities. Uh there's a um in the book, I have a balance sheet so you can write up and see where you're at now. I mean, like, there was a time when my wife and I spent a lot of money because we were in that mood and we were making lots, so we weren't living over our means by any any means. We weren't there, What but what we were doing is we were spending a lot of money. And so one time uh, we looked at that. What's the other thing you could do? If we didn't buy a car, what could we do with the money? So just say the car was thirty or $40,000 at the time. Um, and then I looked at it and said, well, if I turn that back in in, say, three years or two years, um, it'll be probably less, about half of its value. So it'll cost me, say, fifteen to 20000 Then you look at it and say, if I took that same money that that I would lose the twenty or thirty fifteen to twenty thousand, and I invested it at the time, how much would it be worth at my time my age now? I'm down over six hundred thousand dollars. That's what the car cost me by not by buying the car and not investing the money. So these are things that you want to look at. List all your assets and your, and your liabilities. And what do I want to achieve financially by, take five years out, 2019? Where do you want to be at that time? The next thing is your family. What are your family relationships? What do you want your family relationships to be? Now, I only have one brother. My mom and dad have passed away. My brother's basically a very nice person, but he can also be a pain in the behind. So what, where I'm at with my brother and my fam, my immediate blood family, um, I happen to love my brother, but I don't always like him. And that's my choice, and it's his choice. So the point is, you don't have to get along with everybody. I mean... I'll put it a different way. You do have to get along with most people. And so it's what do you want your family relationships to be? So if you want them to be different than they are, you have it in your power to change those. If I wanted my relationship with my brother to be better, then I could do something about it. And he could too. So those are those are things that you look at, and it's your 
and my point is you're in control. You get to decide what those relationships are going to be. And if you're not coming to your family asking for stuff, chances are you're going to have a better relationship. So then the next thing, fourth, is your physical. What is your physical condition? What would you do to improve your health and your physical condition? So you write that down. Where are you physically? Do you have enough stamina to actually make $5,000 a month or whatever your goal is? These are the things I want you to think about. How do you go to the next place? How do you get what you want? How do you turn problems into opportunities? Mostly just by recognizing that this is a barrier. My goal is not to let it stymie or stop me. What you want to do is, hey, here's like... I'm not making money because my golf course is shut down because I'm doing overseeding. Well, what can I do about that? Well, I can work with my staff. The other day, um, we had a uh, a gentleman come out, and uh, he facilitated a meeting with my entire staff. Everybody went to it, and we talked about customer service and understanding what a customer is. Is a customer just the person that comes in your door to uh, buy your product or service? No. Your customers, even the people you work with. Like if one of my mechanics, if one of my gardeners is out driving a, uh, a machine mowing or trimming or something, and something happens to the equipment, and he drives it back to the yard and puts a note on it, broken, how do you think that works with customer service? Who's his customer? His customer is the mechanic that's got to fix it. So when you do it, you write up, I was going over and I I went over a rock and, and the blades are not sharp, or the transmission is slipping, or, or, or. But you tell the person, so instead of it's broken, then i got to go through the whole dang machine and figure out what it is. No, think about it. It's, that's how you work with your relationships with other people. So now you've got your physical thing that you want to work on and what's your own personal physical condition. What you're thinking about there is, is my mind right? Is my, is my body able to do the things I need it to do. And so I'm working with this gentleman, David Thielen, where he does biofeedback. So the body, it's like if you take, if if you think you have a, a fever, then you've got several things you can do. You can take some medicine, you can go to urgent care, uh, but the main thing you do is you go and get a thermometer and with biofeedback, it, your body is saying that you're at 102 and you should be 98.6 or 8. Um, you know what the problem is, so you make an assessment. But biofeedback is your body helping you because your mind is running your body. So you get rid of the things that stopping you from having what you want and you get your mind to work on your body. So you, they work in unison. So we, now I've taken care of my personal self. I know what I want, what makes me happy. Uh, I've got my finances in order. I've got my relationships with my family the way I want it to be. I'm now taking the time to make sure that my physical self is in good shape. Now I have to think, do you benefit your community? How do you improve your your contribution to your community? These are things that I want you to think about when you're doing when you're doing your plan. The only purpose of making a lot of money is my partner, Art Herring, told me this, and I totally have taken it to heart. The only reason to make a lot of money is so that you can give it to places where you're going to get where you're going to provide help so other people can benefit. 
That's the purpose of having a lot or working harder than the average person so that you can have your material wealth and you can have your trappings, whatever makes you happy. That's I'm not saying you can't do that. But you make excess money and you want to be able to give it back into your community. Like That's one of the reasons I like this golf course so much. In Arizona, we're just barely 102 years old as a state. This business has been here since 1966. It's almost 48 years that it's been here, and it's about half of the length of time that, that we've been a state. So this is a community asset. There's plenty more golf courses around here, but there's none that have the cachet of being as nice and friendly and inviting as we are making this place. That's 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 what I want to give back to my community. Then I do a lot of volunteer work. I'm on board of directors for the Peoria Chamber of Commerce, uh, Peoria uh, Education Foundation, and I I work with Eve's Place, and I I I'm a certified score mentor where I help people. Uh, for free with their business plans, and then I'm rewriting my book. So I have plenty of things to do that I give back, and that's what you want is what are they going to say on your tombstone? He was a nice person, and he volunteered, and he tried to help the community. That's That would be perfect for me. Um, the last thing is, are you at peace with your higher power? If all you do is wander around and whine and things aren't working for you, that isn't that isn't going to do you any good. Uh, I I remember one thing and the spiritual thing is to understand that, uh, and I'm not I'm not preaching. I'm just saying maybe I am preaching, but there's a a thought process that there's a higher power each one of us gets to figure out what that is. Uh, I'm not trying to to get anybody to be in any particular religion, but I do feel there is a higher power, and I try to be at peace with my higher power. That means I'm trying to run my life and, and operate my life as a, as a good social being. Uh, what you want to look at is uh, and this is kind of a little prayer that, that I've read. God, give us the grace to accept with serenity the things that cannot be changed, courage to change the things which should be changed, and the wisdom to distinguish the one from the other. Those are things that we want to be able to do in our life so that we don't just wind up getting crazy. Knowing some things we can't change, when we live with them doesn't mean we like it, but there are opportunities of how to solve it so that as time goes on, we work on that. Those are some things that you'd want to do. Um, again, I would, I'm just about out of time. It just seems like I just sat down with you and we're already running out of time. Um, I Remember, you can look up our show uh, on www.com. That's three W's and a dot, blogtalkradio.com backslash boomer and babe. They have the shows are archived. You can tune in to them anytime. And um, hopefully next next month uh, we'll be here on the, uh, in not the last Wednesday will will be a week early because my wife and I are going to go to New York City. So, in fact, I guess that's why I talked about being in New York City so much today. Uh, anyway, I want to thank everybody. This is Tom Legling for Success and Failure. The choice is yours. Thank you very much for listening to us. Babe Studio at the Feeding Arizona building in Youngtown, Arizona, it's time for Success or Failure with Tom and Terry. 
Success or Failure is the show that gives you methods and principles to guide you to your best business and your best self. Now here are Tom Legering and Terry Munther. Success or Failure with Tom Legering and Terry Munther. Success or Failure is a Boomer and the Babe Enterprises radio production. Contact them at boomerandthebabe.com. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.